Hey Unknown fam, happy, happy Sunday. Welcome back to the show and welcome to episode 17, mental health. Today, we're going to be talking about, surprise, surprise, mental health. And I wanted to break or address some of the cultural stigmas that we have around mental health within the Polynesian community. It is another one of those things that is rarely spoken about, quite taboo. But I also wanted to talk about mental health because it's September. It's our last episode in September and it's mental health month, so it seems appropriate. But also because I wanted to recap on what this podcast is really about, right? So we've spoken about a lot of different topics, you know, a whole range of topics around that are kind of tied into mental health, like doubt, gaslighting, shadow work, anger, a little bit of childhood trauma, comparison and fear. So I did want to use this episode to kind of bring all those topics together and just remind myself why I started this podcast and remind you guys too. As a lot of you guys know, who have been listening to my podcast from the very beginning, I jumped into it not knowing a damn thing about it. Um, I pretty much just jumped into it, wanting it to be a part of my kind of personal growth and healing journey, which it has become. So I'm still learning. We learn as we go along and that's very reflective of life and healing too, right? Along the journey, we learn those lessons. So let's jump into it, guys. Let's talk about this thing we call mental health. And um, yeah, you guys know the drill. Grab your drink. Let's jump into episode 17. Now, as stated, we're going to be talking about mental health, and I do want to address the cultural stigma that we have as Polynesians around mental health, because I do believe it is one of those things that is hardly spoken about. It can often be taboo. Uh, there's a lot of shame attached to mental health. There's a concept of weakness uh, tied into it. And in my experience anyway, within our community, within our culture, our people can often be quite insensitive about mental health, quite ignorant about it. So I do understand too, that this topic that we're talking about mental health can be quite triggering. A lot of the things that come into it can be quite triggering. So I will try and be as, as sensitive as possible, but overall, as a concept, when we talk about mental health, I do feel like, again, in my experience, that it is often treated as something that does not exist at all. You know, it's kind of just like take a concrete pill, harden up, uh, get over it, kind of soldier on type of vibe. But when we look at the suicide rates amongst our people, and this is what I mean by some of it being a little bit triggering, I did have a quick geese at the suicide rates amongst our people within New Zealand because that's where I'm from. It is quite staggering when you look at those statistics. Uh, it is quite obvious that mental health does exist, mental illness does exist, and we obviously need to be more educated on it. But one thing that I did find quite shocking, eye-opening and saddening was the percentage between the two genders, right? The uh, percentage of Polynesian men who have or do commit suicide is staggeringly higher than women committing suicide and I do think that's a that's something that we kind of need to need to really look into and really acknowledge as a culture uh, I know that our, our culture is a very strong culture and I do understand that our men are very strong too 
Uh, and they are raised in a way where they have to be tough all the time. You know, they're not allowed to show their emotions. Crying is weak, you know, don't be a little girl kind of kind of vibe. Um, but I, I, I just, I think when we look at the reality of things, when we look at those statistics and we, you know, understand that men are human beings and have feelings and are able, you should be able to express themselves, um, we need to help our men a little bit more in that regard, definitely, right, when it comes to, to mental health. So, again, a triggering kind of side of mental health. I do want to send all my love to those who have experienced this type of loss. I send all my love to you guys. It's not... It's not an easy thing at all. But again, overall, it is a reality check that we as a culture need when it comes to mental health. Mental health is real and mental health is important. Okay. Now, another note that we need to understand when we talk about mental health is the generational difference, which I touched on on one of my episodes, right? There's a difference in the awareness between our generations. For example, with the generation above us, the baby boomers, they're very tough, they're, they soldier on, um, you know, they're very, with this idea of mental health was hardly spoken about. So their awareness or their acceptance of mental health is uh, a little bit more difficult compared to our generation who has kind of normalized it in a sense. But that doesn't change the fact that they did experience trauma in their lives at one point or another, and they dealt with it in whatever way they could, right? Absent the education or the awareness that we have in this point in time. Like I said, our generation, when it comes to mental health, it's become something that we talk about uh, easily. You know, it's, it's a lot easier for us to talk about it. We've normalized this topic. And so, between the two generations, it is important to note that it is still a matter of breaking those old mentalities or the cultural generational messages that we've been taught about mental health. For example, being emotional or talking about your feelings makes you weak, right? Uh, you know, going to a going to see a therapist is shameful. You know, what, why are you going to a therapist for? We're your family. We should be able to talk about these things. There are definitely cultural generational messages that have been passed on to us that uh, impact the ideas we have around mental health, and we need to be able to identify them for ourselves. Uh, I actually had an interesting conversation with my mother about uh, not yeah, mental health and, and healing uh, last week, I think it was. And I was explaining to her kind of what I've learned about what I'm learning about my own kind of healing and, you know, letting go of things and stuff. And she used a phrase that was very interesting to me. Like when I said to her, you know, like it's, it's kind of understanding this concept and then letting go, she interrupted before I said letting go and said, yeah, get over it. And um, I had to stop and explain to her, no, not get over it because that's almost dismissive. Like it's not like just get over it. It's not something you're making a big deal about it. You're being dramatic. Uh, but I understand because my mom's from that older generation that that statement, that perception that she has of get over it is simply a reflection of her mental state and what she's being taught about mental health. It's not a personal attack on me. It's actually just how she's been taught and how she kind of sees mental health or what she knows about it, right? So yeah, it is very interesting when we have, I think it's it's easier to talk about mental health within our generation because we're a lot more educated on it. We're a lot more aware, but 
it is also important for us to have those conversations between generations because you kind of you learn a lot about their mentality of mental health and what messages they were given to when we define mental health though or kind of try and define what it means it could mean a lot of things right it's such a complex thing um so i think the easiest way to try and understand it again is to break down the messages or ideas that you were taught about it versus what you're learning about it and what you're teaching yourself so for example what i was taught around mental health is as soon as mental health is said the idea of mental illness comes straight after straight after mental health so it's like mental illness you're mentally ill uh crazy bipolar adhd schizophrenia it's either like this concept of you're mentally ill or you're not mentally ill also things like too emotional too quiet introverted it's like the idea of mental health or mental illness there's so much negativity around it but the more i learn about it the more i understand that actually what is beneath that negativity is just ignorance there's not enough known about it from these people that have taught me these messages and and that's okay right that's just the reality of it now when rather than looking at what i'm what i'm taught when i look at what i learn about mental health when i look into it myself i understand rather than thinking mental health equals mental illness I start thinking mental health equals mental well-being, mental state, understanding your thoughts and your emotions, understanding the trauma that you face or what trauma is and how that has impacted you as a person. Understanding and accepting your shadow side, uh, you know, the side that you've repressed because you're sorry about the car because uh, you were taught that that side of you is unacceptable, right? Which is where shadow work comes into play. Uh, you know, I also think of like self-image or self-talk. So it's not the more work I do on it, the more I understand the difference between what I was taught and what I don't know. Uh, and what I what I do know, right? That it goes from kind of just negative and ignorant to um, not so much positive, but it's just more awareness, right? More more knowledge and more awareness around the topic. Uh, but yeah, there is so much to learn about mental health, and I think it is foundational for our healing, right? For our healing as people, whether you're Polynesian or not. But we're talking about our Polynesian people understanding that and accepting that mental health exists mental health is important and that we need to learn what that actually is not based off what we were taught but what you know what the reality of of it is to us is crucial 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 uh, to understand the old beliefs we've been taught and to not let those old beliefs lead us astray on our path to healing why is healing so important I think you see where mental health is kind of like a, a taboo, not very spoken about, almost foreign concept to our people. Healing is not. Healing is a concept that our culture can understand, right? I remember as a child, my nana used to take my sister to the fufu a lot. We ended up calling it a witch doctor, and she'd just do weird shit, right? They kind of focus on like physical health. So we understand. We understand healing physically is important. Uh, but we also need to understand that healing mentally and spiritually is just as important too. Anybody who is also Polynesian listening to this, if um, I would love to hear, you know, if if you're 
a lot more culturally adept than I am. Kind of a cultural perception on mental health from your experience, that would be really interesting. Because again, like everything that I talk about, it's merely from what I've kind of seen and observed and been taught. But yeah, healing physically and healing mentally and spiritually, it is all connected. It is all connected. And when we heal ourselves, we heal our bloodline. I, I think that's something that a lot of people don't understand. For example, in our childhood, right, our childhood trauma that we faced wasn't ours to begin with. It was passed on to us from the people that hurt us who may have actually been hurt by someone else, right? So when I look at my childhood and some of the childhood trauma that I faced and I start to understand that those people who hurt me as a child uh, or didn't give me the kind of nurturing that I needed may have actually been hurt when they were children or may not have actually received that type of nurturing that they needed. And so in turn, that was kind of passed on to me. They had this wound, they didn't heal from it. And so they've passed it on to me, right? So it, I think it's it's sobering when I see it in that way because it, it kind of levels out the playing field. It enables me to look at these people who hurt me and, and come from a place of understanding and compassion and empathy and it no longer becomes my hurt it, be it becomes our hurt right someone hurt you you didn't heal from it perhaps because you're from that generation you weren't aware of healing mental health and so you didn't really kind of heal from it and ended up inflicting the same wound on me really it's it's both of both of our wound that we share. There's a connection between myself and, and the people that, that hurt me. And the catch 22 that I'm learning about healing and forgiveness, right, is that although I didn't cause the hurt that was inflicted on me or even inflicted on the people that hurt me, it is my responsibility to heal it. It is my responsibility to heal myself. And that can be difficult to accept, but at the same time, that is very, very empowering, especially for those of us who grew up in a dysfunctional household where we often felt helpless or powerless. It's very empowering to understand that, okay, look, I'm experiencing this hurt. I understand that this hurt wasn't my hurt to begin with. I understand that this hurt was actually passed on to me from the person who hurt me. So we're kind of hurting the same. We're one in the same in that way. We're connected, um, you know, now it's my responsibility to heal myself and it's it's in my court right i have the power here yeah it's yeah it's it can be very empowering and it is again sobering and important to understand that people can't give you what they don't have or didn't receive themselves right if i if i'm sitting here saying that i didn't receive the type of love or nurturing that i needed as a child from these people how could they give that love and nurturing to me if they didn't receive it and have it themselves? Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Um, so yeah, it does help me understand those who hurt me in a different way. It helps um, forgiveness, which as you guys know, we've spoken about that too, isn't really my strong suit, but it is becoming my strong suit and is becoming a lot easier for me to digest, understand and practice because of you know, understanding mental health and and things like this. So self-educating ourselves as individuals and as a culture on mental health and healing is 
honestly foundational and so crucial, right? When we focus, and we do that by like focusing on our individual healing and sharing with each other what we're healing about in order for us to begin breaking the stigma around it and the shame that is attached to it. Because I do feel that the significance and the impact of healing is huge, is huge and often overlooked, right? By healing ourselves, we can help heal our elders or help our elders heal, even those who hurt us. And we can also reassure ourselves that our children won't have to be like, won't have to carry the wounds that we have carried or we carry. That's what I mean by like healing yourself is pretty much you healing your bloodline, not just your children after, but even, you know, possibly the, the generation above you. So yeah, I hope that makes sense, guys. Um, you know, what I can say about the journey of educating yourself is to trust the process that you're in, trust yourself and your journey, do your homework is always freaking important. I, you know, say it almost on every episode and don't be afraid to reach out for help, whether it be through like talking to family members who are also on the same journey or jumping into groups that are kind of going through the same process or even talking to a therapist, right? Again, there's a lot of shame attached to mental health in the way that we go about it, um, you know, or just the existence of it. But by educating ourselves, that's how we break the chain, okay? That's how we heal our bloodline. That's how we break the chain. So yeah, that, that's my kind of spiel on mental health. I, again, I would love to hear what you guys think, you know, um, you know, although I, I was raised in a Polynesian family and got exposed to conversations around mental health and, you know, became aware of kind of the stigma around it and the, the lack of knowledge around it. And it's not anybody's fault. It's not yeah, I think it's just like our responsibility as individuals and as a family and as a culture to start learning about these things and healing our bloodline, okay? But let's not muck around. Let's jump into my three tips or takeaways for those of you who are also on a similar process to healing like myself. Um, like I mentioned in the intro, right? mental health when we talk about all these things we talk about healing and how important it is to me I do want this episode to be a reminder to you guys and to myself the whole reason why I'm doing this podcast right is to heal myself and to you know heal make sure that my children don't experience the same wounds and the same trauma that I have experienced and also to help the those elders of mine who I'm close to and who listen to my podcast heal if they need to heal right uh, we haven't actually had many discussions about it. I don't know what trauma they faced or what type of healing they need or if they even need healing, right? That's an individual decision. But that's what this this podcast is really about, okay, is, is healing in all these different types of ways. So enough blabbing from me. Take a sip of your drink and let's jump into the takeaways. Okay, fam, as usual, I'll run you through my top tips or takeaways. Today's top tips or takeaways are things that have really, really helped me with like my journey to educating myself on mental health and 
healing okay this process of healing so my first tip or takeaway would be to learn how to validate your feelings whether they're good or bad i think when we're raised in an environment where there's a lot of stigma around mental health, uh, there's not much known about it, there's a lot of negativity around it, it becomes second nature for you to repress your feelings, ignore them, feel shameful about them, um, doubt them. So learning how to validate your feelings can be very difficult. I totally understand that. Like I've always been an emotional person and as a kid with <laughs> very low emotional maturity, um, you know, I didn't know how to understand my feelings or where they were coming from or express them in a healthy way. And because I was raised in an environment where there wasn't much known about mental health or healing, it was, you know, I, I wasn't really taught anything about it. So as an adult, if I would feel something bad, I would hear thoughts in my head like, oh, just harden up, like, you know, oh, why am I feeling that? Why can't I just be happy or, you know, like invalidating my feelings. So learn how to validate your feelings it's okay if i if i'm feeling not okay i'll talk to myself and be like it's okay it's okay sis like we, we still got this like feel down for a little bit that's all good um you know you're feeling like this because of that way but we're going to pick ourselves up and carry on right the more you learn how to validate your own feelings the less you rely on other people to validate them at the end of the day, we're, we're all human. We all feel things. Let other people worry about their damn feelings, okay? Worry about your feelings and validating them, okay? It's okay to feel. Uh, tip or takeaway number two is to learn to talk about your feelings and your thoughts. And I think this does come with understanding and accepting and validating your feelings. How are you going to talk about your, your feelings and your thoughts if you don't think they're acceptable in the first place? Which is, which is why validating your feelings was my top tip, right? Um, talking about our feelings and our thoughts is very, very important. It's a very healing thing. Uh, we're social creatures, so it's, it's definitely a, a huge thing that I feel has, has helped with me and my journey to healing. But in saying that, I think it's important to be mindful of who you share your feelings and your thoughts with. Like, in my journey and my healing, I know, I know straight off the cuff the people that I can share my feelings and my thoughts with, and I know straight off the cuff who I cannot and will not share my feelings and my thoughts with, right? So definitely be mindful of that. Um, you know, like I've, I've definitely built a council around myself of people that as soon as I, like I can share my feelings and my thoughts with them, you know, like my uncles, my uncle D is, one of my biggest counselors my dad is one of my biggest counselors you know i can talk to like my older bros if i need that that type of support too and again not for validation but for sharing and learning you know learning how they overcome these things and stuff so yeah learn how to talk about your feelings and thoughts it's okay to feel and it's okay to talk about how you feel uh tip or takeaway three would be to learn what type of healing you need and what type of homework you need to do, right? And th this comes down to accepting that mental health is real and mental health is important. And so we need to educate ourselves on it, not just go off what we were taught about it, but to educate ourselves on it. And the more we educate ourselves on it, the more we identify that, like the parts that are more relevant to us, right? Um, again, bringing it back to myself, 
shadow work was something that was introduced to me that was huge, huge for me, uh, especially because I, like as a child, I repressed a, a lot of shit, you know? I kind of like, a lot of sides of me, like my emotional side, for example, I was taught that it was unacceptable, you know, you're too emotional. So I rep repressed it a lot as a child. Whereas when shadow work came into play, I was taught to, um, you know, kind of look into those parts of myself and accept those sides of myself and not like remove the shame from it. Like that's a part of who I am too, right? Um, and a child healing is another part of mental health or healing that is relevant to me because a lot of the trauma that I carry is from my childhood. So naturally inner child healing would be beneficial for me, right? Uh, what's another, I'm just trying to think of other examples. Reparenting is something that I've looked into. Uh, that is so interesting. I actually might do an episode on reparenting because I've just felt like that's just taken my healing and like my mental health journey to like a whole nother level. It's helped me so much, reparenting for sure. And I've also looked into narcissism, different types of narcissism, whether it's like dealing with a narcissistic partner or a narcissistic family or a narcissistic mother or father. So yeah, the more you do your homework, the more you start identifying what type of healing and what type of homework you need to do in order for you to heal because everybody is different and some parts of healing you might find relevant some parts of healing you might not find relevant but either way you're learning about the topic as a whole you know so that would be my third tip so yeah okay i'll just quickly run over those so learn how to validate your feelings, how your feeling is okay, it's okay to feel. You need to learn how to validate them and not rely on other people to validate your feelings. Learn how to talk about your feelings and thoughts. It's okay to feel and talk about them. It's actually important to talk about them, but be careful who you talk to them about. Don't go talking to that person who's gonna, you know, run off and judge you and talk shit about you afterwards, <laughs> you know, or not understand where you're coming from and make it about them and try and make you feel bad about it, no. Make sure that you have people around you that you can talk about your feelings and thoughts to that you that you trust and who really kind of treat your feelings and your thoughts with the utmost respect that you deserve. Uh, and the third is learn what type of healing you need and what type of uh, homework you need to do, okay? This whole process of educating ourselves on mental health and undergoing this journey of healing is really a journey into yourself. So you need to always, always bring it back to yourself and validate yourself, understand yourself, accept yourself, all, all sides, right? It's nothing to be ashamed of if we're going through this healing process. Um, you know, again, because we come from a culture where there's a lot of stigma around mental health, of course, bro, like, of course, I know that there are a lot of people that I know, you know, or a lot of, you know, people that are from where I come from who, may not agree with what I'm doing or may not, you know, understand where I'm coming from when I talk about a lot of the topics that I talk about on this podcast. Um, but that's fine. That is fine. You're not undergoing this healing process for anyone else but you, for you and your bloodline, your kids and the people that you love. So, and yourself, right? So trust yourself, trust your process, um, remove the shame from it and yeah, just love the, the journey that you're on because, I mean, 
the more I learn about mental health and healing, the more I'm like, man, all of the, the trauma and the hard times that I went through have just made me this awesome person that I am today. And I'm so thankful. And I'm starting to understand that it was all, you know, everything happens for a reason. Uh, the anger and the blame and the hurt is starting to go away and it's starting to get filled with, you know, understanding and empathy and just like appreciation and love for, for the life that I have. So keep going keep going okay love you guys heaps i hope this helped i am always say it i would love to hear what you guys think and you know what you guys are learning about what journey you're on and you know what type of healing has really helped you i love these type of discussions but keep doing your thing and have the best week i will speak to you guys next month <laughs> next sunday and i look forward to speaking with you love you guys bye